0: Pesach The candle of Chanukah, the mitzvah is to put it by the doorpost outside, and where should you put it? On the left side of the door, in order that the mezuzah should be on the right side, and the Ner Chanukah on the left side, that's the Gemar and Shabbos we have to understand there, Eber Shabbos asked two questions. First of all, what's the shayichas in connection to Nebuchadnezzar, to mezuzah? To the extent that it's mashma that you need the mezuzah on the right for the Nebuchadnezzar to be on the left. If it wasn't for the mezuzah on the right, you couldn't have the Nebuchadnezzar on the left. And what's the connection one to the other? And the second question, which he's going to ask on a Pussik in Mishle, and the reason that he asked this question here is because by understanding the answer to this question about the difference between Torah and mitzvahs at the end of the Mimers, how we're going to answer the first question. And the second question is that it says in the Pesach in Mishle, "Kiner mitzvah v'tayra Or," that mitzvah is likened to a candle, a single candle, and Torah to Or, to fire. And the Shloha Kaddish in the beginning explains that Torah Or means a big fire, a big tor, torch, and a ner mitzvah is only a single candle. But if that's the case, why if Torah is the big torch, and then ner is the mitzvah, the single candle, why is the order of the Pasuk first ner mitzvah, and then Torah or? In other words, why do you need mezuzah on the right in order to have the ner chanukah, which is going to be the Torah or on the left? In order to answer these two questions, we have to first preface by well, first where well, we left off in the last mimer, where we learned that the tachlas gilei Asad, the ultimate revelation in the future, when Mashiach comes, and is going to be, be a dear betachteinim. And you remember we learned in the very beginning of samachva from the ema kamelech that Dir betachteinim, God being in this world is not just the orin soft that shine before tzimtzum, but God's very essence will be in this world. And we learned in the previous mimer that that experience of Atmos of Helema Atmi, the essential concealment of God is the shashu'i ma'atzmim, shashu'i melech say the pleasure that a king has in himself. And we will experience that as the tainik Pashata bilti the simple pleasure that can't be felt at all. And in order to be able to come to feel God's essential pleasure in self, which obviously we can't feel when it's built in mortgage, but to experience it, to come to that level, we learned at the end of the previous mimer that one can come to it through Torah mitzvahs which are all about revealing light of God, but rather through tshuva, through a Jew revealing the essence of what a Jew is, through a chu- what tshuva is, that a Jew comes to the very depth of who he is, deeper than his connection through as ter- his connection to God is that much deeper, and he's able through tsar, through terrible pain, to come to realize, because he was far from God, reveal the very essence who he is. We learned in the last mimer that that comes, that brings a person, that brings about the revelation of the future of Helam Atzmi, the essential concealment of God's very essence. Now, just to put things in order and perspective, we began, vav, learning that the ultimate dir batach is through mitzvahs the chefts of actual doing a mitzvah. We then learned from the Zohar, that one reaches the shashim atzmim, the essence of Hashem, also through learning Torah. As we learned in previous mamram, and then in the last maimer, now we're learning that the only way to get to atzmas dirba is dafka through Chuva. That's how we left off in the maimer vayishlach, and now the rebbe Rashab continues over here v'hine beemes, v'hine beemes in truth, of course, through Torah mitzvus. Also, one is going to be able to get to the essence of Hashem. One is able to get to the the most essential pleasure of God himself. That's what the Zohar says. The Zohar says that it's through Torah. But now comes an extremely pivotal point in the whole hemshech of Samach Vav because essentially what he's done is now shown that the only way to get to the essence of Hashem seemingly is through Tshuva, through coming to that place of God before revelation. But what the Rebbe Shabb goes on to say now is that really, even through learning and doing mitzvahs, that it's not a din in the kheftz of what you're doing, it's in the Gavra of how you're doing it. In other words, we already learned earlier in the Hemshech Samach the idea of Kabbalah Samach that from the Magid that Bechol Meidecha we already learned, that to draw, to draw God's essence into the world, it's not... Just about the chefter, but it's about the gavra, the kavanah that you have of kabbalah ha'machus How you make yourself batal to So what the Rebbe Heshav goes on to say over here now at the beginning of Ner Chanukah, is that that we're saying that through Torah mitzvahs you can't reach the essence of Hashem is when let's say you learn Torah in the ways like we learned in the Ma'amar V'it and the Ch- when you learn Torah to get to deeper levels of mind, etc., which reveals deeper levels of soul. But there's another second way of learning. Torah, which is the mile of Talmud Bavli over Talmud Yushalmi, the Indian of Birurim, the Indian of rectifying the darkness in Torah, which is why the Talmud Bavli, Dafka, the Babylonian Talmud, with all the darkness, in other words, essentially what's going to reveal Helam Ha'atzmi, the essence of God that's before revelation, what's going to cause that Durbatachtoinim is the inyan of birurim, the ultimate transformation of darkness, which is going to be, we're going to learn, you could do through Torah, and that the Rebbe Shabbat is only going to explain about a year later, in the Mamar Melech Samach Zayn and Vayera Samach He's going to explain how through learning Torah you could have birurim, this inyan of turning darkness into light, in such a way of reaching God's essence. He's going to explain that much later. And of course, through mitzvahs as well, he's going to explain later. That even with Limadatur, one is able to reach Shashuim haatzmi and Mamush, the essential pleasure god's essence Mamush. He's going to show and explain that Mamush almost a year later. But what he's now going to do, and this is going to be now for the next couple of hundred pages, is what he's now going to, exp- how he's, the way that he's going to explain that, ubir ha'inyan who he's going to explain the avayda of kabbalah sallam In other words, that the inyan that makes the avayda sabirurim, the what actually causes dir batach whether it's or mitzvah, Chuva, the nakuda of it is going to be the state of the gav or the kabbalah sallam that's what turns the ultimate darkness to light. That's what draws down Hashem Dirbetach And so, Ubir Ha'inyan, who now, the Rebbe Shab, is going to begin explaining right here for just a couple of lines, this nikud of Kabbal Samach which is going to be one of the main themes of samachvav, to show how the Kavanah of the Gavra, the state of mind of the gavra is what's essentially one of the main things that causes not just actual doing Torah, sochuva, but the Kabbal Samach So in order to explain that, the Rebbe Shab continues here. Ubir to explain how Kabbalah Sama is the essential way to bring about Dirbetachteinim Dehi the pasuk says in Shmuel about David Hamelech, Divrei David HaChreinim. These were the last words of David. King David, and who was this King David? Neum Hagever. This is the speech of King David. Neum Hagever. the words of the man, the person who raised up the yoke. That King David, in his last words, David Davar In his last words, he called himself, and he's called the one that gave a speech, the one that raised up the yoke. Gever Hukam ol. And the Chazal explained in the Medrash that Hikim Elishel Torah, that he raised up the yoke of Torah. So, yeah, we have to understand what is Eilashal Torah? What is this yoke of Torah? And what does it mean that King David had to raise it up? That's mashma, that for some reason it has to be raised up to a higher level. So, what is this yoke of Torah? And why does it have to be raised up to a higher level? Now again, this answer, he's only going to actually speak out and say, this is what Eul HaShul means, this is what it raises it up, he's going to speak all these answers out in Vayer Samach Zion. But what now the rest of the Hemshech is going to come to explain is, what's this all, what is this yoke that we're talking about, that this is the yoke, that's the ultimate, what brings the Bechol Nafshecha, that brings up a Kabbalah Samach that makes the Dibba what is this yoke that King David had to raise up, And the way that the Rebbe Rashab is now in the next couple of Mammarm going to explain the yoke is from the opposite direction, meaning he's first going to explain. That there's a very essential part of who we are that's not dependent on us at all, as we're going to learn. Again, and all this is based on the famous mimer, Vayakil HaGadol, from the Mittler Rebbe, the long Vayakil mimer, that there's a very important part of who we are that's not based on who we are, that comes from above. And the Ol Malchus Shemaim, our job, our Aveda, the Aveidah B'Keych with this Hemshech now, the next couple of hundred pages, what he's going to explain, the Indian of Eul HaShul is that we have to know what it is we receive from above, and then we're going to know what our job is, what's the Kabbalah Samach what it is that we have to do through our Veda. And that's the connection of what's going on here in Sama And so now, when he now says, And now he starts talking about a candle, this is not now going to be explaining either of these two questions he just asked, the one just now about Kabbalah Sumach Shemaim, or the one obviously that we learned about before. Those are going to be answered much later. He's going to get back to the Kabbal of Kabbalah another couple of Mamarim. But again, the the setup over here in Samach Vav is that he's now introduced that in order to explain how through Torah, Mitzvah's Tshuva, how Dirb Betach is done, Kabal Samach Hushamayim is to the this Habirurim and rectifying the darkness. That's Kabal Samach shayim, as we're going to learn. And that's going to be the union of Eulah Shal Torah that King David raised up. And in order to understand this nekuda, he's V'yesh Lahaktim Tchila. That's why the Rebbe Shabb says, V'yesh Lahaktim Tchila. Now we're going to understand understand how there are parts of who we are that are completely from above, and then we'll be able to understand what Kabbalah Samachosh HaMaiyam is all about. So now he continues in the Maim over here, and again now he's talking about who are we, what are we, what are the powers that are, we were given from above. De'eish lahaktim techila Masha kosov, you have to first preface by knowing what the pasuk says in Mishli about our soul, to what is our soul, ner havaya nishmas Adam. The candle of God is the soul of man, that our soul is like Hashem's candle, just like the fire of a candle always wants to go above, and so too the fire also sets down below, fire goes up and down, it uh, descends and uh, ascends and descends. So too is it when it comes to the neshama, which is likened to a candle, also is in a constant state of ratzavashayev running and returning, descending and ascending, just like the angels are running and returning. Now, by the way, already at this point, you should see right away that this is not like Tanya, chapter 19. In Tanya, chapter 19, the Altar Rebbe also brings the pasuk and Mishli, that neravai Sodom, that our neshama is like a candle. But there the altar is talking about Yechidah, Chochmashah B'Nefesh, Yechidah. There the altar is talking about Makifim, higher levels of our soul that are way above what we could possibly tap into through our own work, but rather tap into just through consciousness, which is what those chapters of Tanya are about. There he's talking about the essence of a soul that's like a candle, that's not about, about Chochmah Das, it's that the essence of your candle is like a flame that wants to be one with God. That's mitzad Yechidah or chokmah. In this mimer, what the Rebbe Roshab is talking about is koiches pnimim. He's talking about much more internal ways of serving Hashem with avoidu, with parts of who you are. Because again, in order to understand Kabbalah, Samach we have to first know what are the parts we are that were given to us from above. And so he's saying the Rebbe HaShab that, 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 that the soul of man is the candle of God does not just mean the Yechida, the innermost part of who you are, the mamash just wants to be one with God, but it means even the soul that's in you now is in a constant state of running and returning to God, wanting to get close from God and getting further away from God, just like a candle, just like a candle always ascends and descends. Because in this next moment, it's going to be important not just to talk about the fact that the soul ascends up to God, but also that it descends and brings God down here below. So therefore, we're looking at the fact that a candle, not just the fact that it's always trying to go up the fire of a candle, but also that the fire stays down here below as well, as we're going to learn how and why. But right now, so the Rebbe Hashab says, so we see that therefore the innermost part of who we are, the neshama, our soul, that's, is like a candle, is like a flame. But lecher, how could you say that our soul, that the soul inside of us, who we are is most, you could liken it to a flame. Seemingly, it's not fire that you could liken our soul to. It's wind. It's air. Because our essential soul is breath. It's ruach. It's air and wind, and even the word neshama means neshima, which means breathing, which is done with the, with, the, with the nose. And so, too, the breath of life of the heart, and the beating of the heart, the running and returning of the heart, that's also all the wind, it's the ruach of the soul. So, of course, that's true, that the shersh, ruach the soul itself, what is the soul in its essence? It's breath it's wind it's the godly spirit as we're going to learn is like god blew the breath of soul into our into our into our nostrils like it says in Kehelis, veruch that the spirit will return to god as it was given masham that what was given to us was our spirit that's what's going to return to god and so we have many places that seem to, that say clearly that the essence of the soul is breath, is wind, is the godly spirit, is the godly breath. So the Rebbe Hashab says, first begins by saying, of course that's true that we have within us both. We have in our head, in our rosh, in our Meichen, we have the neshama. And in our heart, we have the ruach. So you have the neshama. The neshama, which is the fire. Ner Hashem nishmas adam. The neshama, the fire, the fire, the flame is in the head which is we're going to learn about the connection of the flame to the inyan of hasaga to perception to consciousness to divine awareness that's the flame that's the nesham in the head and then there's the ruach the breath the air the ruach haym, that's in the heart that's the inyan of emotions the inyan of emotions the excitement and the vitality of the ruach of the breath that's primarily in the heart and that's the emotions so it's important to point out that at this point in the Maimah, the Rebbe Rashab is learning that the Ruach is below the Neshama, and that's Taka what the pasuk says in Iov: tevinem." There's a spirit in man, Ruach but nishmas shaddai, nishmas shindalad yud, tevinem, the soul from the Almighty gives understanding, meaning that the nishmas shindalad yud, the Nisham is mamish from Hashem, that's what gives the understanding in the mind. And that's what's called the Or Meir, the shining light of God that's in the mind, that's in perception, that's in consciousness. It's mamish called nerhavaya, the, the candle of God. The He'or kissed the divine light that comes from perception. It's Mamish Nishmas Shaday Mamish Cheddar Mamish. How does one? tap into the fact that one's soul is essentially godly by using the neshama that's in the mind, by using the meichen, the seicham, the hasag in the mind, just like a wise person that's able to use their intellect, the eyes of their mind to be able to see, so too the arhameir, the shining light of intellect, when one is able to use one's mind to be able to allow them to see God, and that taps in also into the Kecha Eish Eichlu, who that that God Himself is a burning fire, consuming fire. When a person is able to use the Neshama, the nishma Shindalad, the Neshama from Hashem in their mind, the spirit of Almighty that gives understanding, they're tapping into the Havilek Kecha Eish Eichlu, who that God is this fire. In other words, it's always a spark of God that one has in the mind. So there is that aspect in the mind, in the meichen of the soul, that's like a fire, but in Kol Zebed, even so, but the etzim what the Nasham essentially is, the Ruach is the spirit which God blew into our nostrils. Now at this point, of the mimer again, he's going to learn that ruach, that the spirit is the emotions, the excitement, the vitality of the emotions. Later on, he's going to learn differently. But at this point, we're learning that the neshama is in the head, is the intellect. And the ruach is in the emotions, that's in the heart. And in Gashmias, what do we know the biggest difference between fire and wind? Fire, by nature, goes always up. It is always ascending. Ruach, wind on the other hand, even though it also ascends, but it doesn't completely ascend, it also goes out and spreads out to sides to a long distance, wind spreads out and fire goes up, so too when it comes to the difference between intellect and emotions. Emotions like wind are the excitement, this lavis and this spilus, the ecstasy and the and the energy that's involved in spreading out emotions. When we speak about ruach, here, we're talking about like wind, where there's a lot of spreading out. There's a lot of action and movement, and that's when it comes to emotions. Emotions causes that a person has relation has a relationship with somebody outside themselves and does things for people outside themselves. That's why it's like wind. Just like the nature of wind is to spread forward, so is the nature of emotions to cause a person to spread forward and have, give to others, etc., and be in relationships with others. Fire, on the other hand, intellect, on the other hand, doesn't spread out, isn't into others. The opposite, a person that wants to be able to use their intellect to the utmost has to be by themselves. Other people, stare, cause a person that they shouldn't be able to understand well. That, that a person, metamid yes, mekulan, is able to gain by giving over is because Hashem created his shtal shulis, the downshining of worlds in such a way that the mashpi gets from the makabal. But intellect in and of itself Unlike wind, intellect does not have excitement, is not about spreading out. The opposite, the more that a person wants to be able to understand, they have to quiet down the other aspects of their soul. Even if they have a lot of will and desire to understand or want to understand from other things as well, all of that is not going to allow them to understand properly. They have to be able to be mashkit, they have to quiet down all the other parts of who they are, even within themselves, not just other people outside themselves, but even parts within themselves to be able to understand well, which is why meichin the seichl is likened to esh, like fire, that just like fire is always ascending, meichen is all about dveikus, ascending in the mind means to always be focused and to always be fixated, that the mind, one who's always has mechan is like fire, that the mind is always focused and fixated and ascending towards where their mind is always focused on, which is why Kabbalistically the mechan the intellect, the perception, the consciousness and the person that's always ascending them upwards is known as Shabbos. Every parts of every personality, the part within you that always is ascending upwards Towards the intellect, the intellectual, the part of you that always wants to go higher, that's called the Shabbos part of the intellect, as opposed to the six days of the week, which are like the emotions, like the wind, where God's light is spreading forward, Shabbos is like fire, which is like meichen, which is about ascending upwards towards Hashem, and this difference between moichin and midas between intellect and emotions, we also have an avodah Hashem. The same difference that moichin is about dveikus, being having dveikus with Hashem is through the intellect. Parenthetically, that's what the Rambam says, mer that the way we strengthen our connection with our ma- with God is with our mind, and that's what the Rebbe Sha'ab also said earlier in the Mimer, Nishma nishmas Tevinem, that God Himself Hashem mamish comes through the intellect. That's to be saying over here that one has dveikus the more one is able to focus one's mind on hashem that one is nidvak that one's mind is completely has a dvekus to the idea that they're meditating on in a complete unification and that's not the same as excitement dvekus and excitement are opposites dvekus is done with the mind when you're focused on when you're focused on hashem and you just can't move your mind away from hashem which is why it's likened to fire. Which is why also, when a person is focused on the idea that doesn't necessarily cause them to even do mitzvahs, a person could be focused an idea, even of Hashem completely, and yet they still won't cause them to actually cause to do the mitzvahs practically because the meichen, because the intellect are like a fire that's causing them to be focused and fixated and always going upwards to the idea that they're focused on, or in the language. Of the Lubavitcher tribe of our generation from the Kutisichus, Hele page page 859, sein vereint sich mit Geschmack von dem Muskel, his unification with the Geschmack, with the pleasure of the idea that he's focused on. Where his mind is focused, stertsum uplassen sich, that causes him to, it, 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 it's problematic. And it holds him back to be able to leave it behind. Und dem verstande to bring the idea to actuality. In other words, that the reason that the mind is likened to fire is because one is so completely fixated on what they're focused on that they're always focused on that, ascending towards that, and they can't be bothered from that. Other people bother them. And the opposite, a person who's a real Balmich and a person who's a real intellectual, his nature is to be separate from other people and he doesn't get involved with other people. And more than that, a person that has a big enough mind is not bothered by other things at all. Nothing bothers him at all because he's separated, because he's completely involved in his mind, which is the secret of how Yosef, nothing was able to be involved him. He was able to serve Hashem no matter what he was doing Mitzrayim because when you're enough which is like fire you could be focused on that when it comes to emotions emotions are excitement that's the idea of ruach Emotions are when when one wants to have a relationship outside yourself. You're not just focused, but rather you're excited You ha- that you have excitement about wanting to connect to Hashem, and that brings about kima mitzvah, which is why it says in Tanya in chapter four, that it's ava year that it's the emotions of love and fear, which are the chayas of mitzvahs, which are the vitality of mitzvahs, because it's the excitement and the gishmak of the emotions that's going to cause that you're going to want to have the dveikas to Hashem that's going to bring you to do the mitzvahs, that's the ruach of the emotions that bring about mitzvahs. And that's at this point the, at the mimer, the simple difference between the Ruach and the Shama when we speak about the intellect and emotions that the intellect is, is like the fire because it's always behestalkos, it's separate and always going up. And it, emotions are in the heart and their excitement and they have a then then just like the wind that brings you to do mitzvahs. But according to that, so the Ruach that's in the heart is lower than the Ash than the fire that's in the intellect. But then the Rebbe Rashad brings from the Mernavuchim from the Rambam. Now, it's not so clear in Samach Vav how the Rebbe Roshab is Mamash saying something completely different. But in the Mimer of the Mitla Rebbe, the Vayakel, it's clear that the Mitla Rebbe is bothered over here by a question that how could it be? That if the Ruach that's in the heart is below the intellect, how is it able to bring the Ruach Chaim, the spirit of life, to the mind, if the mind is so much higher than the heart? So we're going to learn now that, of course, the Ruach is in the Lev is in the heart and in the emotions that connect to it also. But what the Rebbe Rashab now brings from our is that there's a much deeper idea of Ruach that's deeper than the emotions and even deeper than the intellect. And that's what the Pesukim mean, that that's the essence of the soul, Mamash's Ruach. And that's how we would translate Ruach as spirit. As spirit. And the deepest part of that aspect of our soul of spirit, of course, is the will, which was why the Rambam there, or in the 40th, 40th chapter, he defines ruach as, as when it very often says in the Bible, of ruach, the ruach of God, as the will of God, the rots in Hashem. Like when it says, mitik Hashem, who can appraise the spirit of Hashem, the will of God. Meaning that the will is the spirit, is the essence of the soul. As we learned in previous, Mamarum how the will, is higher than intellect and emotions, the will connects to the very essence of the soul. So when we speak about the soul as being ruach, what it essentially is in the deepest way is that it has an essential ruach, an essential will from Hashem, which he's going to explain a lot more in the coming mamorim. but at this point he's saying that the ruach, which is the essence of the soul, is the union of the will of the soul, which we learned is higher than intellect and emotions. And the reason, the simple reason will is connected to wind is because just like wind spreads forward, will also is Hatoya sanefesh, it's the spreading forward of the soul, to connect oneself to something. And so, but it comes out from this mer nevuchim, that the essence of the soul is this ruach, this rotzen as he's going to explain a lot more in the next Mimer. But again, at this point, it means that it's the spirit, it's the will... But already we see now that this ruach is higher than the ash than the mekh and then the intellect because it's not just the emotions it's the essential ruach it's the spirit it's this divine ruach that we're going to learn a lot more about this special ruach from God the spirit of God that's in a person and he's beginning begin showing how great this ruach is by showing that even the way that the ash is within our mind the fact that within our kayach is p'nimim, we're able to temper the esh, we're able to use our mind in a, in a facilitating way, in a good way, in a Hashem, is also with the kayach of this ruach, of this ruach of the essence of the soul, of this air, this ruach, this spirit. That's what allows the esh of the mind to function properly, as he explains. Now he's going to explain how the esh, that even the esh of the way our soul works. Also, the works because, because of the, the help of this Ruach. Because, That we see by fire, that we see by the light of a candle, that it always ascends and descends. And that's not from the power of the fire by itself. Because fire, in its very nature by itself, doesn't rest and descend and beautifully descend and ascend on a flame, as a flame. Fire extinguishes. Fire is mystolic histalkus. Fire is not a li, it's not. Fire doesn't by nature ascend. It's mystolic it extinguishes. It goes away, it jumps away. That, that fire is able to stay. So yes, it's definitely, you have to have a wick that holds it down. Because if one wouldn't have a wick, there would be a proper enough wick, the fire wouldn't stay either. But if there wasn't something that was making it be, actually sit properly on the wick, part of the atmosphere, it wouldn't cause the fire to sit on the wick properly, it would also jump up and extinguish. And so the Rebbe Hashab says that that is from the Ruach. That that you could have a flame, that a fire that goes up and down the way that we know it, that it could continue to be lit. Is only if you have air that's conducive for there to be fire, which is why in Hilchas Shabbos, if a person puts a vessel over a candle, that's that's putting out a a flame, because that puts when there's no oxygen, when there's no air, or when the air is too thick, then the flame can't shine, then there can't be fire. And so this avir, the avir has more koyach than the actual flame and that it can make it do against its nature, that it can make it sit on the wick, that it stays within the atmosphere. And even when it ascends, it ascends calmly. It doesn't just jump up. It ascends slowly. That's all through the ruach. That's all through this avir. And so too when it comes to Nerhavai Nishmasodam to our soul, so that we have this tempered, this proper balance, because on one end we know that the nature of fire is strictly to ascend, and the nature of our soul, which is a divine spark, what's its essential nature is to just have Devakis with the light of God but Messiers Nefish that it should want to completely leave the body and have Klaisa Nefesh. To leave the prison of con- the confinement of physicality and rather have the pleasure that comes from Melech picking up one soul to God and having one soul run straight to God. That's the nature of the soul in and of itself because the soul comes from Sheim havaya. The nature of everything is to go to its Mokor to the place from where it comes and the place where the soul of our comes from is Sheim Havai and Sheim Alikim. And therefore the very nature of our soul is to want to always go up to Elikim Chaim with Chashik and Veik with loving and with yearning like fire, like a flame. That's what the Divine Soul wants all the time. And therefore, as we're going to learn much more and coming in, in later Mammarm, therefore, one of the things in Kriyash Ma, in order to be able to reveal this nature of our soul, that it is like a flame, that it wants to go up to Hashem to reveal it, you have to have a meditation of the source, of where the soul comes from. He's going to speak about this much later that To arouse something, if source, you have to have a meditation of what its source is, which is why we say in Shema Yisrael, Havaiali that Havai, that God's essence, before whom past, present, and future is all one, Havaya, before whom any Havai, nothing changes, because Kulukame Kalechashiv, Atzmas, ain't so of the very essence of God, before whole beings, everything else is just a ray. Our soul is Havaiali Kanu, our soul comes from there, and that Havaya that infinite being of God becomes who we are becomes our koichas becomes our inner faculties and this is an idea that he's going to explain later on in Mamar Samach Vav and it's an idea that explained the in Chassidus that you have to have these meditations to arouse these fire the, the essence of what the soul is to reveal what the soul is However, we're learning now that just like when it comes to fire, you need to have proper avir, you have to have proper air, you have to have wind, you have to have atmosphere. So too, when it comes to our divine spark, the essence of our soul is not just what we're able to meditate on, the fire that we're able to bring about through meditation, but the Mahusana hanasham is essentially the divine breath. Of course, the Panemia is the innermost essence of the divine breath much more than all the rest of the worlds, which comes from the chitzonyas of God's speech. All the other worlds are God's speaking worlds into existence. But in our breath, like it says in Tanya chapter 2, he blows it into our nostril. But the ruach eliki ben beneshamah, the divine spirit that's hovering in our soul is what arouses it to be able to be like a flame to always have love and thirst for God. It doesn't begin with our meditation, just as we see by Adam, we see by all of us, that we all need a ruach, this this spirit of his iris, of awakening, that we awaken all of a sudden sometimes with a spirit of purity to go in the way of God, with love, and to have true dveikos with Hashem, and this awakening is what causes that and arouses the divine spark to shine like a flame. And even though it's the nature of a flame to want to go to its source, but like we said before, but for a flame to work, for it to not to go out, it has to have a proper wind, it has to have a proper atmosphere. And so too, according to how much his oiros, how much there's this divine wakening of this wind, this ruach within us, that's how much our spark is going to be able to feel this fire of love for Hashem. And if there's not the proper ruach, if there's not this proper atmosphere, the opposite of it's hevel, ruach, gas, if it's the breath, the thick, coarse breath of the animal soul, then Khalila, the divine spark could go out. And enim bezeh, so the Rebbe shab summarizes what, what he's really going to explain now in the next Mamarim. So, the a V'shoiv, that, that the soul could arouse itself to run towards God and bring God back down into the world, the fire aspect of the soul, that's going to be the different meditations, what Davening is going to be all about. He's going to explain in the next Mamarim. But the essence of the soul, the Mahuz Fa'atzmas HaNeshama, which the Eskashus Bechina Seroz Shama belukus is the essential will of the soul, the essential bond, the spirit of the soul, which is essentially one with Hashem. And it's only through this his this awakening of this ruach, that there could be the spark of the the spark of the flame, of the desire, of the koichas pnimim, the aspects of who we are that we know. There has to be this supernatural, literally, this from above, this ruach, this avir, that allows the flame to be proper. Just like ray that the fact that a flame is able to... The fact that a flame is able to stay on a psila, on a wick, and it doesn't just jump up and extinguish, but rather, benachas v'hadroga, that in an orderly way... The flame is able to sit on a wick is through the avir. So to exact the same way, the fact that our soul is able to have a ha- nachas draga, the fact that our soul is able to have this ratzi v'shoiv, meaning a running and returning, in other words, a fire in of itself would just jump up and extinguish without the avir. The soul in of itself would just jump up and extinguish or or just extinguish if it would become too lowly. But the fact that there could be the running and returning through our Aveda, the fact that the flame sits properly on the wick, is through this ruach, this avir, this special ruach, which he's again explained in the next mimer, which is mimer something from Hashem, from above but the fact that there has to be this temper that there has to be this running and returning that it can't just be one direction only is exactly what's brought in Hasidus always the difference between Toyu and Tikun we know the broken destroyed vessels the world of Toyu the problem of it was was that each power w- had only ruth it had only running towards god meaning it didn't want to be part of any vessels each aspect thought it was the only way of being Which is what the Sefer Yitzira warns: Imrotz Libcha. What if? Be careful if your heart starts running. Which is the running and the thirst to to go above. When the ecstasy of divine desire becomes too strong, one becomes disgusted by the life of one's physical body because one desire and lusts to have a dvekus with the one God and that could cause this tremendous excitement of the soul to the extent that the heart and the mind can no longer contain the excitement, this tremendous excitement, and there'll be the nefesh that the soul will actually leave or this avibatanugim, a love that's so great that's such a pleasure to the extent that one cannot contain the pleasure like the children of Aaron when they came close to Hashem with such a closeness with such a sweetness and closeness and friendship with God until one is disgusted with anything else like those that died in the Idra and those that died with the kiss of Hashem. And even though this is a tremendous level, but that's not the Tachlas HaKavana, that's not the purpose of creation, which is the deeper meaning of the words in Shirashir, Hasebi the simple meaning that God says to us, take your eyes off of me. The enayim, the eyes on God, the stakala, the gazing at the glory of the king when one stares at God. And brings about so much love from the staring that one's about to die God. from the pleasure. And God says, take your eyes off of me, don't stare, because they're negdi, they're neg, at havaya mamish, meaning negdi, they're actually against God, because they're not the kavana mitis. That's not Rather, what the say. ultimate purpose of God is the shave is the returning down here below, which is why the flame has to have the avr to go back and down. You have to return there down here below, loy le which is the secret of the world of tikkun, which is dafka to bring the lights into vessels, Calem Ekalim to Bdu which is the essential will of atzma Sof to bring Elokus down here below. Cause Nesava and Saf is the Kimater mitzbapal Mamash, that's what God wanted originally, and therefore and therefore even though in Tikun, of course there has to be a returning returning towards God. There has to be a running towards God in Tikun as well. Of course, we have to have, once in a while, an ascension towards God, the opposite. Anyone that says that all they have is Torah, which is just bringing from below to above, doesn't even have Torah. There has to be tefillah, of course, also. We have to ascend sometimes as well. And in fact, there are some mitzvahs which the whole of the mitzvahs are ascension up to God, such as Trumar or Corbonus. And in fact, in Tikkun, in the way things are supposed to be, sometimes the Rotsu, the ascension, the burning up to God, the thirst could be so great to the extent of Messir's Nefesh. Like Nefilah Paim Tachnun, and the Shemun Eser, which is mamish like the of Akeidah Yitzchak, when the soul leaves, that one actually, like the Zohar says, Dome Kilo Ispatam alma, that one is as if one soul left the world. But in Tikkun, no matter how much the running is towards God, there has to be the Shoev, the return down here below afterwards. Just like Rabbi Akiva, that Nechnas B'Shalom V'Yatza B'Shalom, that even though he had the same running towards the same place that Ben Azai went with the same gvuris of fire of Ben Azai that learned to run away of fire surrounding him but it brought him to Kleis and which was Ratzib Leishoyev which is not the Kavanah but Rabbi Akiva even though he had the same Toykif HaRatzib with the same exact returning but he had the Shoyev which is an even greater thing as we're going to learn in the next Mamarim dial Vinufik that one is able to go in and come out again Meaning that one has a tremendous running to God with the same amount that one is afterwards able to bring that down into the world, mamish. And the secret for that is because the essential will of God, of Atma Saintsov is the Sho'iv, is to be in this world, so the, the way, when one is able to bring oneself to complete nullification and giving over and of the essence to God, one feels that will of God, as we're going to learn in the next Mamarm, that the point is the Sho'iv, to bring it down here below. So therefore, the Rishbesh of the nasham, all the fire of the soul, is based on this avir, including the Sho'iv. The fact that a is able to run towards God and bring come back down to the world, that are the Ash is functioning properly in the is because the mohus, the the essence of the neshama is this ruach, is this avir, is this spirit, fire in of itself which is extinguishant is toihu, but the fire of the soul which is tikkun is because of the avir, because of this ruach. Which is the secret why Vahafta, the word Vahafta, you should love God. Vahafta is Gematra, two times or, two times light, or Yashua or chayzer, a straight light and returning light, meaning that the reason that we're able to have a flame, a love of God in the world, that's bringing God into the vessels of the world, <speaking in Hebrew> to be able to bring God, the Or-Chayzer, the returning light into the world, is because we have the or we're able to go up to God in the davening, the reason we're able to have these or yosher, this two times or of is because of this ruach, this, Spirit. this is Iris that is awakening from above that every morning arouses a person to go in the way of Hashem, shem of termitis and zdaka and to watch marshavdibar mice in the right way. This is Iris, uh, this awakening that the divine spark comes from above this awakening from above, that's what causes the divine spark to want to be down here below, like which is God's will, and to also want to return up to Hashem, as the Pusik says, Ruch Hashem Tanichenu, that it's the Spirit of God that indeed, that indeed guides us all the time, that both the descent and the ascent of the soul all come from the Ruch of the Neshama, and based on all of this, we could understand Kiner mitzvah Torah, or, now we go back to answer the questions, in other words, he leaves off that really everything is based on this Ruach, and that's what he's going to get, gonna get out, up to in the next Mimer, that there's this this complete Isseru still Elah, this awakening from above that has to allow the Neshama to be functional. But now he answers that this is the deeper meaning of Ner Mitzvah Torah Or, that we learn that Torah Or is this big this big madur, this big torch, which is the torch of the moichen, of the intellect, because the intellect is the Or the Or HaToirah is the tremendous light that shines for a person, because mitzvahs are in like individual candles, which are small, you don't feel that same light like you feel from Toirah, Toir is the Klalos, or the general light of Hashem, and mitzvahs are details, which is why they're in in the singular ner yechidi. So why are they opposite direction, Neer mitzvot Torah? And the answer is because that's as they're down here in this world. In this world, the way we see them, we see mitzvahs receiving from Torah. But in their root up above in God's ruts and in God's will, God's essence, there the divine will, which we've learned is God's essence, is greater than the Chachma of Torah. And all the light of Torah is based on the keeping of mitzvahs, like we've been learning in the Smaima, that all the fire is based on the ruach, on the avir, on the atmosphere. So, too, the light of Torah is based on mitzvahs. Therefore, anyone that says they only have Torah... The, the, the etc. Because you have to have gemil chasadim, tuv tam vadaslam keep a mitzvah sechem, manti dafku mitzvahs. Then that's why dafket says ner mitzvah, and only then could they be Torah or because in their root the mitzvah is higher than the Torah because all the light of the Torah is based on the mitzvahs, and that's why also the ner chanukah, the mitzvahs to put it on the door on the outside on the left side because the ner chanukah is this light of Torah, because the war of the Greeks of the Yevonim was a spiritual war. They didn't just want to to, to, to subjugate the bodies, but rather to make us forget the Torah. Which is why they made impure all the oil, which is to the which makes impure the light of the Torah. And when the base chashmanai overpowered them, they brought about this smitz of Neris which is the Torah art to be able to illuminate the darkness and to even be able to illuminate the bachutz, the outside, which is the Rishus Harabim, the, out, the, the, the place where there seems to be many things, God forbid, other than God, which is also the left side. And they were able to overpower this through their Mesir Snefesh, because even though all the oil wasn't pure, but their Mesir Snefesh they're giving over, their life was able to overcome and bring about this light of Torah. But now we have to do it in a way that the Mezuzahs on the right side and the Nebuchadnezzar on the left Left side meaning that we have to have the mitzvahs of the mezuzah and dafka. That's how we could have the ner chanukah, the or of Torah, veishloimer, because when one's Holy mind becomes covered over by wisdoms that cover them over. Outside wisdoms that cover over holiness. Then it's not enough the light of Torah. But rather, one has to keep mitzvahs of God with a tremendous strength, which dafka takes away the impurity from the soul, and then one can shine one's soul with the light of Torah. And that's why dafka. When you have the mezuzah on the right side, which is ha-mitzvah doing the mitzvahs of mamish, then you could have ner chanukah on the left side, just like the base chasam I were able to do with their. Mysterious Nefesh, we're able to do through the Kiyamah in the mitz of the mezuzah, then we could have the light of, or even on the left side, on the outside.